This week's episode of Comics for Fun and Profit is brought to you by Marvel Pricing. Yeah, it was $3.99 for a little while. Now it's $4.99 for some things. But do you think you've got us figured out? Oh no. It's also $5.99 sometimes. But don't don't get too comfortable. Sometimes it'll be $6.99, maybe $7.99. There's no reason. Well, there's a quote-unquote anniversary issue, maybe, or, you know, an extra-sized issue, which is like five more pages. You know, let's stop messing around. We all know we're going to go straight to nine ninety nine, and there's nothing you can do about it, because we'll do what we want, okay? So just buy the comic and shut your mouth. We're Marvel! Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 749 for comics originally releasing July the 12th and July the 13th. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday. I missed you guys last week. I was off at a nice little wedding. Bombing all around. And I'm back for one little dip. And then I'm out again for a long period of time. So let's make this one count, brother. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, it is nice to have you back. Um, and then you're going to go on a whirlwind tour. And uh, we're going to have to have some fill-in hosts. We can't go dark for a month. So uh, um, look forward to that. and See who some of our special guests are in the coming weeks. But we will miss you, sir. Uh, but we're glad we got you back, back today. And, yeah. Um, we have uh, some feedback from our good friend, uh, David Donovan, who, if you recall has the uh fundraising uh, comic convention each Huracan. year yeah it was uh Huracan, and then he had a they had a special furnace con Furnicon. yeah for uh, that happened in june early june uh, and so he says hey guys thanks so much for all your help in getting the word out about furnace con this past june we rose we raised almost all the price of the new furnace and hey. that is what we were hoping for uh, there were some amazing raffle prizes at FurnaceCon, a Dan Parent color sketch of Archie, Betty, and Veronica, a Scarlet Witch sketch by DC and Marvel artist Keith Williams, an Incredible Things sketch by 70s Marvel artist Ron Wilson, and a huge gift basket from AMC Networks with all the seasons of The Walking Dead on Blu-ray. Whoa! Thank you. That's a good gift. Um, we had a Great turnout from the local East Rockaway community, and all the vendors went home happy. Also, there was great food at the show, the famous walking taco, homemade clam chowder, and pulled pork sandwiches. I'm starving. That sounds great. Say, great. Now I'm hungry in the middle of the <laughs> The original Huracan returns on Saturday, November 19th at Bethany Congressional Church of East Rockaway, Long Island in New York. We have some great comic book artists and writers lined up for that as well. Please check out Hurricane Huracan on all social media platforms for more information. Um, if you need any more information, you can email Huracan, H-U-R-R-I-C-O-N, at yahoo.com. Thank you, thank you from superfan David Donovan. Good to hear from David. Yeah, it's good to hear. Glad, glad it went well. Glad we could help just a tiny little bit. So that's cool when stuff like that uh, works. Um, and Kyle, your, your show dropped last week, this week, this mm-hmm. week, I'm sorry, uh, July 4th and Thursday, what was that? Seventh? Yeah. Seventh. You, you dropped a, multiple episodes. We were only supposed to get two, but I think we got four or five maybe. Yeah. We got some, uh, some of the, the guys I do it with kind of did some sit down. We had an introduction episode, stop in, and then episode one of each of the two different campaigns that we're doing. Yeah. I, I was, I was really, it was really cool to listen to it um i i heard i i I used to watch watch a show that was some folks doing role-playing had like uh brian posain on it Mm -hmm. nerd poker or whatever yeah 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 nerd poker um and so i i I, that was my last experience with uh like podcast role-playing and um this that was really good I, i enjoyed it so um good luck to you guys on that and um Make sure you check out Dork Day Afternoon for more of Kyle's other podcasts. Much um, appreciated. Are you taking a month off from them too, or is it just me? Nope, I've taken a month off from them. We have banked <laughs> banked episodes to get through my <laughs> sabbatical. <laughs> All right, let, let's head over to the good folks at Marvel and see what they have in store for us 
in september this is july previews for september yeah of course drew and i like to go through the previews catalog to see what's coming out here in two months see the direction that each of these companies are doing and see if anything tickles our fancy as for what we think we need to order coming up but for the most part drew and i kind of just make fun and yell at the industry and what it's doing and where it's going for the most part Mm -hmm. you know if we look at the front of our good old Marvel previews. We have All Out Avengers number one here with some just some dashing looking Thor on the front and some different stuff going on here. So we shall see about this all out action. But it looks like we're going to start with more Avengers X Men Eternals Judgment Day four of six. When I, when I saw that all out Avengers, I was like all out like they were all out yeah. <laughs> like they miss miss june no like they were like um lgbt yeah june, that's why i said june but okay oh, okay june june for pride okay yeah and i was like no wait a minute that's that can't be that's that's spidey that's what's going <laughs> on uh, i'm just overly sensitive i guess <laughs> anyway back to axe four of six five of six but not six of six. So if you're into <laughs> this, Avengers, X-Men, and Turtles. Uh, hopefully we're in the penultimate month of the main storyline here. This is kind of a neat in Lee cover there, but if yeah, Avengers... Somebody, t- somebody tell me if I missed anything on this. Yeah, Avengers, X-Men, Eternals, Avengers number one, Karen Gillan writing that book, Death to the Mutants number two, more Karen Gillan, X-Force 32. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm choking on these words. I can't even get it out. Ben Percy on that one. I do like that Peach Momoko cover there with uh, that Mr. Miracle and uh, and uh, Mystique there. Is that what's going on? Yeah, I think so. And then we have Wolverine 25. Again, another AXE crossover there. Whew, sorry, uh, Chrissy Zula, but that's one of the worst covers I've ever seen in my life. And why in the world... Would Wolverine ever carry a sword? Uh, right? Doesn't he have little swords? <laughs> he has three adamantium claws, but he's dual wielding a sword. Okay, I'm, I I may have to dip into this just to see if see why he would ever do that. I was scrolling and scrolling and scrolling to get through the axe tie-ins, and my God, it takes me to page twelve. Mm-hmm. And even Spider-Man is an axe tie-in. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Four is a, is an axe tie-in. Oh, that is, that's such that's a John Romita Jr. cover, buddy. Come on, I've been I stick out for you. Well, not Spider-Man. What, what do you don't like about it? Her face, his face, her face, her height, the way she's built, him looking weird. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think. I think I see the the people that rag on JRJR. I like him. He's, this he's be, my boy. But this, this will be this, Exhibit A. Right? Yeah, this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be right up there with some bad things. All right, All Out Avengers number one, introducing the all new Avengers series that starts in the middle of the explosive action and races to a shocking climax: an alien attack, a missing piece of wormhole tech, a city warped. Its citizens transformed into hideous creatures loyal to an empress from the far side of the universe and a certain Captain Marvel looking for her fellow Avengers with murderous intent. Plunge into the action and take a deep breath because you will not be allowed up for air as a thrilling new series kicks off in the strongest, strangest way possible. Could not be less interested. Uh, yeah, um, looks just ho-hum. This team doesn't make sense to me. This adventure doesn't make sense to me. This art doesn't make sense to me. I'm going to find positive things in this book, but this is not it. And like, it's, it, so they're just they're just starting right in it. No setup. They're going to start right into the fisticuffs or battles or all action or whatever. And I, you know that's that that's not good. No, I, I hate those books. That that means you're going to get into that backward storytelling we hate so much. Yeah, the media res junk where they yeah I hate that. Then they'll yep. flash back. What I do like is Fortnite cross Marvel Zero War number five. Uh, my son will want that fish stick cover by Maria Wolf. Kudos on that one. I want that Ryan Brown cover. I like that. So that's cool. Fish stick is the the orange fish on the right. Correct. That's one of 
my son's favorite skins has been fish stick. So the, <laughs> I think it's kind of cool. <coughs> and you get a bonus digital cosmetic. Yeah. Midnight Suns number one. A dark prophecy and apocalyptic new villains with horrifying powers, the likes of which Earth has never faced before, ordains a team of Midnight Suns, S-U-N-S, to rise and tear, beep, 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 curse words up. Magic, Wolverine, Blade, Spirit Rider, and Nico Minoru. Okay. There's some things I like about this. Ethan Sachs, uh-huh. like him, got a David Naka- Nakayama cover. That's cool. Got a yep. Kevin Eastman variant cover, which is cool. Yep. Um, I don't know who Nico Minora is, but I probably should, but I don't. Um, I don't really like the X people as much, but uh, so the team's not that appealing. I do but, like that they're crossing over with Strange Academy, Zoe Laville. Okay. Um so there's a little bit about it here that's intriguing. Is there enough for me to read it? Five issue series, four bucks a piece. They're not gouging, and you yeah. get a Kevin Eastman cover. Mm, yeah, it's more. It has to be a slow week, I think. We shall see. I like Blade. You know, Blade and Wolverine on the team, and yeah, very much intrigues me. Yeah, uh, a ton of people on the Marvel Voices community. Number one. This is uh, the Latin X version. Okay, Latin X. And is that is Latinx? Forgive my um, stupidness. Uh, is that Latina and Latino? Instead of saying that, you say Latinx. Yes, I believe so. Because you know, uh, you know, dude, dude here is Puerto Rican. He's Mexican. Can't remember where she's from. Gotcha. So, yeah. So Latina and Latino didn't cover it. Correct. Latin, Latin, Latinx does. Okay. Correct. Okay. All right. Unless you talk to anybody who is Latino or Tino and they hate the term Latinx, but just FYI. Okay. That, that is a term built for white guys. <laughs> All right. So I am interested. Okay. So we're, we're, we're always scrambling for another Spider-Verse character. We've yeah. had this Spider-Verse character before who is the, uh, um, essentially the, the paraplegic one, um, Sun Spider. Oh, um, yeah. So we've had this one before, I believe. In one I of the don't remember that versions. one. Um, but there were so many, so yeah. Yeah, there's been so many darn Spider-Verses. Uh, but a very cool character and one to maybe latch on to and check out a little bit. So, Sun Spider. But we're continuing to delve down the the, the uh, spider roads looking for more and more things. Oh, he was in, he was the winner of the contest. Correct, exactly. That was the contest winner. Character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's very cool. So it may be worth digging through one of the old Edge of Spider-Verse stuff to pick up some of them, because at least we're coming back to that, the Sun Spider stuff. Yeah. And it, it is a neat enough character that I, there's probably some meat on the bones. And we did talk about that when they did that contest. Like, mm-hmm. you know, here, here's all those contest winners. This will be their first appearances. Yeah. Very cool. Yep. <clears throat> and Edge of Spider-Verse 5 as well. We got some sort of craven looking we get the first web weaver, the first hunter spider, mm-hmm. and we don't tell what the other one is. Yeah, so hunter spider is what if Victor Sergei Kravenov got spider powers? Okay, perfect. And web weaver is what if a fashion designer got spider powers? Less, less cool. Yes. <laughs> um, ASM number one facsimile edition, homie. Four bucks. We're doing it. We're doing it again. We're doing it again, and we're not gouging. Celebrating 60 years of the Amazing Spider-Man. So would this be a second print of the facsimile? Is that a possibility? No, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think we do that. I think we just we can go back and print this as many times as we I think. There you go. And then the annual is eight bucks. That's 72 pages. So what was the really expensive? Was it Detective 27 that was super? Yeah, it was like stupid. Nine ninety nine yeah. DC. You want to punch DC in the nuts for that? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, well, Amazing Spider-Man Annual Number One facsimile is eight bucks. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But still, yeah, well, yeah it was like Action Number One was like nine or eight or nine, and then Detective Twenty Seven was like eight or nine. Like that's not how we want to do facsimiles. I don't want to keep beating up on John Romita Jr. I don't want to do it, Drew. Where's he at? Next, next, Amazing Spider-Man Nine. 
you know how they always say if you look directly in Wolverine's eyes, you can actually see two Batmans kissing. Yeah, he has leaned really, really heavy into that on this cover, on that Wolverine face. Yeah, that works. That's that uh, works. a little too much. I d- I don't think this is bad. No, uh, it's not as bad. It's it's definitely not as bad. But uh, uh, a very broad Wolverine and like the, the the head jumped off the page. It looks more like Batman's than it does Spider Man's head's not that r- round. It's more no. Yeah. So there is problems. Yeah, yeah, there is problems. No, I can't draw any better. So amen. Disclosure. Amen. But, and and I have several JRJR things that I absolutely love and I treasure. And I've yes. got some autograph things. Dude is awesome. However, one earlier is a miss, and this one, <laughs> I'm just pointing out what freaked me out. He might be phoning some stuff in. Got to yeah, pay the bills. Yeah, doing a little too much work. New Mutants, number 30, by Vita Ayala and Alyssa Wong. Now, it's no way this can be the 40th anniversary, because I remember when that came out. <laughs> and so that would make me <gasps> old. Oh, no. Celebrating the 40th anniversary of X-Men's Youthful mis- Misfits. Without a without an homage cover to the first issue. They're I only mean, charging $6. That's kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. X-Men 15, Gambit 3 of 5, Remy's Ruse, and Warhammer's Return. Now, why are these not Axe tie-ins? I mean, why are we tying in with Spider-Man and Fantastic Four, but not these X-Books? We're in a different time frame during Gambit. With him and uh, Storm, uh, so uh, we're, we're all right. I'm guessing we've got time. I'll allow it. X Men '92 is in '92, so can't do that. Do not, do not. So me. you've got a brand new X book. Enter the Grindhouse of X. It's called Exterminators, the number one, and it's just hidden at the bottom of page 23. Isn't like the fourth Exterminators that we've had in the last year and a half? It, I think it is, but it's just like you've got a. You get a brand new book coming and you're burying it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got in Lee. It's got good covers coming over here. Jubilee, um, Boom Boom, Dazzler. And uh, I, I don't know. Have I told you how much I like this concept of doing Marvel team up, mm-hmm. but not a Marvel team up book and just releasing these one shots and teaming up whoever the hell you want as a number one? I like I, it. I like it as a team-up series. Give me 40 team-ups, numbered one through 40, and then switch them up. Yeah, but but see, they don't sell, man. Amen. And this is the this this, this is the one, there's Miss Marvel, and this is Miss Marvel and Venom. There's going to be a Miss Marvel and Moon Knight. We already got that last month. Mm-hmm. Can't remember. Something like that. Very cool. George R. R. Martin's Wild Card, or Wild Cards, The Drawing of Cards, number three of four. Yeah. He's not even writing it. It's Paul Cornell. I didn't realize. It's just like based on his concept. The adaptation of the first book of George R. R. Martin's superpowered alternate history continues. Is that going to be an HBO series? Uh, Possibly. Ultraman 2, Damage Control 2. From the writers of TV's Goldberg. That's right. I was interested in this because of that. Yeah. Yeah. I was interested in that one as well. That'll be fun. And I, I, I do like myself some uh, some Ant-Man and Wasp. And we did get some damage control in one of the MCU things, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Like a damage control short scene, I thought. I have to look that up some other time. Captain America, <laughs> Symbol of Truth 5. Captain America, America, Sentinel of Liberty 4. That's how much I hate these. <laughs> Why are they doing this? Yeah. Does he need, how many books does he need? Just give him a mainline title. I completely forgot that Jason Aaron is writing Avengers Forever. They have yeah. buried a Jason Aaron book 30 pages in. Yeah. In the- yeah, I, didn't, I didn't, didn't realize. Savage Avengers. If all of the Avengers are savage, is anybody really savage? I do have a is, savage. Is this? Yeah, I, I read the first first issue of this, and I just is found that it. Colossus. Yeah, Colossus has a gun. Mm-hmm. No, that's Conan. Yeah, there's Conan. There's Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I dropped it after half of one issue, so um, I can't say much. It's that's a really boring. good James Foster and Mighty Thor cover. That is a dope cover. Yeah, who's that? Ryan Stegmano? 
Yep. Ryan Stegmano. <laughs> That's funny. Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, number three. She-Hulk continuing to do these neon cult Jen Bartel covers. A Miracle Man variant cover by Pepe Larraz. Mm. Wow, when did we start doing those? And why? What's the Miracle Man thing? I mean, you're looking at it. We've got Miracle Man popping here, but I don't know why. He's been on a lot of the different covers. Even in the She-Hulk, uh, Jen Bartel's doing a Miracle Man cover. Uh, that is an awesome throwback cover on Variants 4. Yeah. Shout out Phil Noto on that. First issue was fantastic, by the way. Love. You heard it here first, guys. This Gail Simone lady can write. Yeah. Um, really good first. First, You know, because I've been, since Bendis stopped writing Jessica Jones, mm-hmm. I haven't really seen her done very well since yeah. then, if at all. And so it's really nice to have somebody writing her that gets it. Yeah. So far, this has been a ton of really good uh, covers on this variance. Yeah. <laughs> Just a stupid name, though. I don't like yeah, that name. Yeah, because we call alternate covers variants, and this one has no variants, but I'm confusing myself already. Yeah, exactly. Black Panther 9, Strange 6, Moon Knight 15. And Declan Shalvey is doing a Miracle Man cover on that as well. I have to get that one. Yep. What's going on in here? Moon hey, somebody cut Punisher's stupid logo in half. That I can get behind. <laughs> Miles Morales, Spider-Man number 42. A little tarot card um, cover. That's going cool. Miles Morales' iconic 42nd issue. The number 42 means a lot in Miles Morales' world. I did not realize that. What, 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 what does it mean? <laughs> a lot a lot oh yeah uh tune in tune into the okay that yeah. was apparently the number of the spider that bit him he was bitten by spider 42 oh okay and the winning lottery number for the brooklyn visions academy all right all right interesting so for that reason and that reason alone it's a five dollar issue <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna add a couple bucks fantastic uh, Venom number 11 and the Al Ewing version. It's a cool look at Eddie Brock. That's a nice looking spider punk for its uh, final issue clash in DC. Get it? Clash? Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Iron Cat. It's sitting on so this. Dumb. Haven't read it. Thought I would Thought I would read it. I haven't read it. I haven't been out in the mood. Really good looking uh, Defenders 3 cover. Thunderbolts. Is that both Hawkeyes on the cover? I think so. Um... And we are still wrapping up Devil's Reign in Thunderbolts. What the hell? How is that even possible? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ghost Driver, Daredevil 3. You've buried the Chip Zdarsky book 42 pages in. How dare you? Like, is this, oh. like, do you think this corresponds to sales in any way? Because I can't buy it. I can't buy it that these Axe books are doing that well. There's no way. I just might be out of touch with what today's Marvel reader is all about, but that just seems like just a total cash grab that most people will see right through. Yeah. Hulk 10 by Donny Cates and Ryan Otley. Thor 28 by Donny Cates and Salvador La Roca. Speaking of cash grabs, Donny Cates. (laughs) Man, he's written such good stuff, I can't even complain. You can't. I know. I'm joking. Predator 2, Electric Boogaloo. I'm going to make myself read that because it's Ed Brisson. Back to Alien number one again. Probably going to read that because Philip, Philip Kennedy Johnson. We don't know Julius Ota on the art. Yeah. I'm curious on that one. Oh, Bjorn Barron's cover. Yeah, I could have told you that. That's so good. Uh, what is Star Wars Visions? Star Wars Visions is uh, by the creator of Afro Samurai. Is a con- Continuing his storytelling from the acclaimed Star Wars Visions episode, The Duel, featuring Ronin. The mythology of Star Wars infused with elements of feudal Japan makes this issue a must-read for Star Wars and manga fans alike. 40 pages, $5. Okay, that doesn't tell me what it is. Correct. It's it's not really Star Wars? Correct. Go one more page because you get the actual cover. Yeah. This is lightsaber there. Yeah. But it might be a... Lightsaber out of context in feudal Japan? Yes. 
What the fudge? Why? Why? What? I mean, what? What? Yeah. All right. Obi Wan five, Mandalorian three, Bounty Hunters twenty seven, connecting variant covers kind of rad by Ken Lashley. Sorry, Star Wars twenty seven. So okay, so we got Tie Fighters after the Y wing, and the X wings after the Tie Fighters kind of. So the so we've got the uh, essentially an Emperor vessel there, three Tide fighters, three X wings, all shooting at each other. So I'm unaware of what's going on there. Yeah, who's fight? Who's who's after who? Han Solo and Chewbacca six, Doctor A for twenty four, and Darth Vader twenty seven. And it's time again for. Halloween comic book extravaganza. Hey, this is the free comic book day of the fall to a lesser degree because it has four books. Real talk. Want that devil dinosaur. Real talk. I want that Afra. What is the wonder what the Afra is um, reprinting? Probably her first appearance and then her first solo book. Yeah. Cool. Well, it'll be affordable. Yep. And a bunch of co- hard covers. Fortnite Cross Marvel Zero Wars hardcover for $30. It's all six, five. One through five in a hardcover. Doesn't say anything about the code, so I'm assuming you do not get them even if you buy the hardcover. And so we're collecting all the Miracle Men as Omnibus, which may not have happened before. I don't know. Especially, this is just the Neil Gaiman stuff, so... And it collects the last part of the 80s Miracle Man that Gaiman wrote. You do get a code for six digital themed items in okay. Fortnite with the, with the $30 hardcover. You'd think they'd be shouting from the rooftop as this was, if this was the first time this had happened. The Miracle Man stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember when they got the rights back finally and started printing new Miracle Man stories. And they weren't great. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't remember them ever being collected at the time. But There's, there was no reason to. Maybe they had been, because it would be a bigger deal. Some Illuminati trade paperback, which... So when were the Illuminati around? New Avengers Illuminati 2006, number one. And then they got their own miniseries after that, one through five. So that's it, huh? Yeah. That's, that's the extent of the Illuminati? <laughs> all right hey it's the good folks at comics for fun and profit reminding you that nobody patreons like we patreon so join us at c4fap and go over to patreon slash comics fun profit and sign up at a level of your choosing there's various tiers with various goodies for you somebody something that everyone gets at any level is you get to be a part of our slack channel community and you get early and ad-free access to all our episodes. But wait, there's more. So go over to Patreon slash Comics Fun Profit and check out all we have to offer. We urge you, sign up today. All right, Drew. We've looked at our previews and we've enjoyed that. And that's not coming up until September, though, Drew. Let's talk about what's selling on the secondary market right now by handing over and checking out our cover price top 10 I'm going to go through these with you, and I'm going to start at number 10. This is a crazy one. Sonic the Hedgehog, number 50. The Tyson Hess cover, retail incentive B, 1 in 25. Sonic the Hedgehog is speeding to our top 10 and running up lists this week. The meteoric ascent in value of this 1 in 25 ratio is astounding. The cover is going for almost $80 in some cases in early pre-sales, and now sits a comfortable fair market value of 130 it's not the only Sonic cover to make it on our list this week. Check out runner-up lists for other 50th anniversary covers. 23 copies of this one sold. Like I said, we're sitting about, about you can, you know, high sales as high as 140 raw for this one in 25. That's, it, it's a really good cover. It is a very cool cover. At rank nine, Iron Cat number one, the Scan one in 50 cover. First appearing in 2020's Black Cat 12, the Iron Cat has already seen some early traction with Scan's variant for this issue. $90 for a raw copy. Incredible Hulk 449. This is our Thunderbolts that we keep talking about. 
$750 for CGC 9.8. Black Panther number three. This is, of course, Toshin official and final appearance coming up in Black Panther 7 in the comics. Fans are hoping this guy's going to be the next Black Panther, so they are big on it. High sales of $170 for CGC 9.8. And Rawls have stayed high on this one, still $65. Drew, we liked 8 Billion Genies. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. Ryan Brown's Cursed Words parody of 1 in 25. Amazon has already picked up 8 billion genies. Um, $130 for a 9.8 of this one. This is one that we crowed about during the preview section, talked mm-hmm. about during FOC, uh, made it a pick during FOC, made it a pick at the sneak, um, and then talked about it when I read it. And I mean, that's like I can't hammer things home any long any more than that. Yeah, it was great stuff. And then Amazon, of course, came came a crawling to to do okay. the same thing. Yep. At number five, eight billion genies. Number one, the Bird City Trish Forstner Super Mario Three homage, which was limited to five hundred copies. Um, I didn't think that was the greatest homage, by the way. No, it's kind of yeah. I mean, oh, it's got a yellow background in the same font. Yeah. Yep. Um, hundred fifty bucks. Not bad. What if Miles Morales number four, and this is the one that they think's hateful, so that stuff sells 25 bucks for Raw. The Spectacular Spider-Man annual number four from 1984, Iron Cat Strikes Again. So 40 bucks for Raw for that 1984 book that's just sitting in a lot of places. Eight Billion Genies number one, the Jenny Frizen and Steve Seeley cover. Jenny Frizen is a highly sought-after cover artist for many collectors. This cover by Frizen and Seeley is the second highest-moving book for this issue. Tracked 41 copies and a high sale of $18 for a raw copy. And, of course, at rank number one, 8 billion genies number one in general, although the main cover by Ryan Brown is at the top spot. Nearly all of the 8 billion genies number ones have received a healthy value boost. $31 for raw. Congrats. Well-deserved. Heck, yeah. Uh, rank 11, guess what? Eight million, eight billion genies. <laughs> Ryan Brown, one in 50, also doing well. 102 for Raw, sold nine copies. At rank 12, we have Spectacular Spider-Man Annual number four from 1984. This is just um, the newsstand version of what I talked about earlier at, I think, rank four. Yeah, this is uh, the same Iron Cat, Tamara Blank Iron Cat deal. Uh, 30 copies sold. Fair market value of $31 and a high sale of 40 bucks for a raw. Wonder Man continues to do well from 1991. Well, falls out of the top 10, but still 20 additional copies with a high sale of $202 for a CGC 9.8. At rank 14, Thor, God of Thunder number two from 2012. Uh, this is Gore. And sold 28 copies, and the high sale is now 335 for a CGC 9.8, with a fair market value of 105. At rank 15, we have Thundercats, number one from 1985, continues to sell well. Um, Thundercats is very popular in Latin American countries uh, via HBO Max. I did not Thundercats know Thundercats ho. Um, and... We track 10 additional copies of this Thundercat selling with a high sale of $616 for a CGC 9.8 with the raw fair market value of 107. And how do, how do they, it's a 1985 kids comic. Who's got a nine, who's got 9.8s laying around? Yeah, no doubt. I rank 16. We've got Batman, Superman, world's finest. Number four, the Dan Mora fusion card. Uh, which is a fusion of Superman and Batman on the cover, and it sold 17 copies and a high sale of 13 bucks for a raw. That's uh, interesting. Ranks, yeah, it's something new at least. Uh, rank 17, Thor number one, uh, first cover appearance of Jane Foster as Thor. 23 additional copies, high sale of 255. Uh, for a CGC 9.8 and a raw fair market value of 69 bucks. Hey, at rank 18, Sonic the Hedgehog 50, the Jonathan Gray cover D, uh, doing okay as well. Very Track- good, but I like the other one better. Oh, for sure. The other one's much better. Track 20 copies sold, 
uh, high sale of seventeen ninety nine with a raw copy for a raw copy and a fair market value of eleven. At rank nineteen, the old classic Spawn number one from nineteen ninety two. Seventeen more copies sold. Seventeen pe- people who apparently did not have this book still still don't have it. Yeah, or just discovered Spawn, which is awesome. <laughs> who is this uh, Spawn you speak of? Yeah, the three hundred and some comics by now. I want to check this guy out. Uh, high sale of two fifteen first, and rounding out the top twenty is the old faithful Ultimate Fallout number four. First Miles Morales sold sixteen more copies. Sixteen more people had twenty seven hundred dollars laying around oh. for a CGC nine eight, and a fair market value Raws at eight hundred. Book has that, cooled off slightly, but yeah, I was still, say. Still but we've got the uh, the sequel animated series movie coming out soon and that will spike it yet again yeah all right drew yeah go ahead we have talked about what's going on in the secondary market but let's make sure we go back to our order and check out our foc because we want to make sure we've got a few things on our order coming in so we don't miss out on some of these deals and these fair market values i don't want to pay this you know internet prices i want to get them on my order so let's crawl through Starting with our DC Collective and see what we can find for FOC. Starting with Batman 126. Yeah, Alex Garner is back with a cover B. I like it a lot. Um, his stuff really, really good. Definitely good looking covers. Uh, I'm not as impressed with the swimsuit editions as others might be, but uh, I can see the appeal. <laughs> Michael Michael Yannin Mikhail Yannin Mikhail Yannin, sorry, sorry That's what I always called him when he did Nightwing stuff I don't know if that's correct, but that's just how I always Yeah, not as impressed as I thought I would the, be no, This is Zdarsky at this point, right? Zdarsky has taken over at this point Yeah. Correct Ryan Sook doing a oh, cover G 1 in 100, that's pretty sweet Where's I think that's enough Hush reprint special uh, Let's see, we got Batman Day 2022. When is Batman Day? We, that's in September 2, right? Yes. So we get that um, Batman Mystery Casebooks alongside, yeah, alongside the Hush. The Hush reprint. So something for the kids, something for the adults. <laughs> wow. Flash 783 went to a second printing. Well, I wonder if that was because of the Dark Crisis tie-in. It has to be, I guess. Um, Batman Killing Time. Catwoman have some junk in her trunk there, or is that just a weird angle? <laughs> Which cover? First one? B. And it's a... <laughs> That's a... Man. Baby got back, right? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> a lot more leather in that suit than I thought. <laughs> We're going to give it deluxe treatment, not only to Hush as well, but also the long Halloween again. Mm-hmm. And who died? Was it Loeb or Sale that died? Just a while ago. Was that Sale? Sale. Yeah. yeah. Sad. Batman Urban Legends back with issue 18. A lot of my stories ended at the last issue I read, so <laughs> this will be all the new new stories picking up. There you go. Black Adam Justice Society Files, Cyclone number one. Yeah, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Really good Derek Chu variant on Harley Quinn 18, the hockey variant. Ooh, Nathan Zerdy doing DC Vampires. Number eight, cover B. I like that. Not bad. Yeah. You love your Derek Chews, man, don't you? I do. The stylization of them, it just does it for me. Gotta love I, that. I like that Vampires one, too. But... The Ryan Sook homage is beautiful for yeah, Holly Quinn. That's great. Is that um, that's first Batman, or is that Detective 27? It's taken forever to load. I'm not sure. That's first Batman. Yeah, we pointed that out before. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Sometimes we catch them like four times. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they they still stick out the same way. Yeah. Shazam. Yeah, no interest there for me. Phantasmagoria is... El, yeah, okay, El Torres, that's right. Mm-hmm. This is the Black Caravan imprint. Yeah. Josh Middleton just crushing this Poison Ivy cover B. He does good work. Overshadowing Art Germ right next to him, I think. <laughs> it's an easy, it's tough Which, one to do. Oh, it's just a tough thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. And Joel Jones, is, I don't know what happened there. That's just not very good. Just ain't got it. Yeah. Down into our IDWs and Vault Comics. 
I'm into Marvel again. Where are you at? I am down into Marvel already. All right. Hold up. Hold up. Let me get there. Any of these Spider-Man covers bust out at you? No. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing amazing. We're on the Fortnite 3. Yeah, the third one. There's uh, some neat covers on that one. Hawkeye gets a cover. Yeah. For Fortnite. So that means you get to play with Hawkeye? I don't know. I'll have to check. Would he be the skin? Very possibly. I've got a giant sized Gwen Stacy number one, which I hate that it's ten dollars, but mm-hmm. I do like Gwen Stacy. What's well, re presenting issues one and two of the Gwen Stacy limited series from twenty nineteen. Which I probably already read. Yep. By Christos Gage. So Kyle, you said who who's gonna read us Iron Cat? Well, it's in the second printing. Whoa. So, so somebody read it. Somebody was out was all opponent. People are liking these Choose Your Destiny covers. Mm-hmm. Are you one of them? Do you also nope. di- you don't dig them? Some of them. They've been hit or miss, though. Yeah. So what's after Marvel on your chart? Uh, Dark Horse. We have Frankenstein's New World. Mike Mignola. Tom. So that's the Mignola-verse. Yeah. Second issue of Mind Management Bootleg. Yep. Cover's not quite as cool. Survival Street, number one. Oh, this is the... Uh, Sesame Street. Oh yeah, that's right. We yeah. we were digging this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's covered B that I really like too. It was James Asmus that uh, I like his stuff. Eight billion genies number one second printing. Do not have the cover for it, but duh. I wonder how many I bought. I just buy a couple. I think I just bought a couple. Still, bit okay. Dead Lucky number one from Image Comics from the writer. Uh, oh, so this is another one from the Massive Verse, your Radiant Black Verse. Don't, right. don't, not my, not my Radiant Black Verse. No, 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 no. I'm out. I know. <laughs> Golden Rage number one in a world where older women who've been deemed useless to society are abandoned on an island. Golden Rage documents their golden years of making friends. Baking desserts and fighting to the death. We dug this. This was yep. the Golden Girls thing, right? Yep. Golden Rage. I think I called it Golden Age because I was reading too quickly. Just show me the Naughty Marka and Dolphin covers. Stop covering things. I'm a man. That's right. I'm an adult male. Show it to me. I have earned this. Walking Dead Deluxe 44. Continuing to be three covers. Continuing to prove Drew wrong. <laughs> Still in the prison. <laughs> yeah. Sacrament number one from artists, writers, and artisans. Peter Milligan writing this one. The Exorcist meets Alien in this sci-fi horror story. In the year 3000, mankind abandoned Earth and fled into outer space. Now a disgraced priest called into action to perform an exorcism on a remote space colony is about to discover that no matter how far you run, you can escape your demons. What was the that devil called? Is real. Sacrament number one from AWA. Nice. Who we like. Yeah. Once in future on its 28th issue from Boom, continuing to keep Boom above water. Thank you, Dan Mora, for always having a good cover. Uh, the Vineyard number one from Aftershock Comics. That's Brian Hawkins. Oh. Do I know Brian Hawkins? No, I'm thinking of Matt Hawkins. Who's Brian Sophie Hawkins? Sophie B. Hawkins' brother. Brian Hawkins did Black Cotton. And some other things I don't know. Hmm. And then Sam Cavella is on art, who did Undone by Blood, which I liked, and Abbott, which I kind of liked, and Heathens, which I kind of liked. So I think I'm going to like the art for sure. Hmm. L's number one from Ablaze looks all agey and something I'm not really interested in. New 007 book from Dynamite. Yep, and that's Philip Kennedy Johnson. Really? Yeah. Okay. What is this distressed paper? Okay, that's cool. All right, we're doing some neat things with the covers on 007. Dynamite's doing some crazy stuff. All right, all right, all right. I don't know. Didn't we decide, though, that we've we've sampled an awful lot of 007 books? Yes, and they've never, ever, ever, ever caught on. They've been okay, but they've just not been something you got to read. 
Maybe Philip Kennedy Johnson is the one to turn the tide. That's right. He's, he's been his name's been tied to a lot of stuff lately. Mm-hmm. Slow down, bro. I think that's it for my mm-hmm. FOC. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I go first or do you go first? I've got two right here. I'll pick one if you want me to. Sure. Golden Rage number one. Cover B or cover A. Sorry. And I'll go with Survival Street then. Uh, you Dark House book, Dark Horse book. And I'll go with cover B since you liked it yeah, so much. I like B. B was definitely the way to go on that one. Speaking of the way to go, we like to go over to our good friends at comicbookinvest.com and check out their hot 10 every Friday to see what the biggest and best books on the secondary market are and what is absolutely spiking. We dig through that list and let's start at number one. Eight billion genies, number one. The, uh, the uh, good old Mario Brothers 3 homage, 200 bucks. Crazy. We saw that one coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. Journey into Mystery Annual, number one from good old Stanley and Jack Kirby. A 9.0 going for $4,600. Last January, it was over, it was just over 1000 It is now up in every single grade. How will Marvel utilize Hercules, or will it even try? Is this the first Hercules? Yeah, Thor versus Her- or Thor and Hercules in this Journey into Mystery. Mystery. I don't have a date on it, but it's a uh, 25 center. Is this based on some spoiler in Thor, Love and Thunder? I'm unaware. Okay. At rank three, we have Batman number 125, the one in 500 Jim Lee variant. I'm um, going for $600. It's crazy. It's really nice. Um, I think some of his buildings are leaning a little bit off. I think the perspective's a tad off. He needs to get the T-square out. I can show. I can give him a few tips if he needs. Give him it. some force perspective things. I appreciate. Oh that. man, and I was uh, I did pretty well in mechanical drawing in high school, so I can just I can show him what he needs. I got to get the triangles and the T square out, and I will help him with his perspective. So we always say about Drew, such a giver, just yeah. a giver. Yep. Give me a call, Jim. That's right. At rank four, we have A Force number one, the Stephanie Hans one in twenty five. This is a two thousand fifteen book. Anyone who knows. Anyone know why singularity is sought after all of a sudden? Lots of these have sold very high this week. Somebody knows something. Yeah, somebody's got a button. At rank five, Hercules number one. For those that cannot afford the uh, Journey into Mystery annual above, this seems the logical second choice. 9.8s are at $450, which when you look back, this was an $80 book when COVID began. It's insane. I didn't even realize it was that high. Yeah, that's a 1982 book, Drew. At rank six, Thor number 25, the second print, Gary Frank 1 in 25. So this is is continuing our trend of second print ratio books. Um, 80 bucks, so a nice little sketch. Black Cat 11, $50. Nice full page spread on the last page for Iron Cat. Having a great looking Campbell A cover. Doesn't hurt this one either. That is a very nice cover. Mm Mm-hmm. I actually really liked this book when it came out, and I have two or three copies of it. Rivers of London, number one. I specked on this. This was a Titan book. This is when I was big on Titan when they had a bunch of oh, uh, yeah. video game properties coming out as well. $40? Yikes. With all the NDTV option failures on the comic book side, who is still paying these big numbers for these books? This guy hates uh, TV options. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't have any. He doesn't show any kind of. Uh, well, you see so many things options that you just never see the light of day. It does get kind of raw. Well, but I mean, you just saw eight billion billion genies. Yeah, it, it didn't say anything about that, and that's a TV true. option. It's very true. At rank nine, Poison Ivy number two, the Jenny Frizen one in one hundred foil variant, already over one hundred twenty five dollars. Don't be fooled by the foil that she's got. She's still Jenny from the block. Oh. Oh, Punisher, you, why uh, did you read that? I had to. <laughs> Punisher Soviet number six, the one in 25, Takashi Okazaki variant. 45 bucks. Can't be a lot of these out there, right? Don't even remember the series, and it was only a couple years ago. It's crazy. Wow, Garth Ennis and Jason Burroughs working together? And yeah. I, missed, I missed this as well. Looks good. <laughs> and uh, honorable mention, the DCU variants. This train does not stop. Several harder-to-find copies sold for anywhere between $130 and $200 this week. Those who don't know about these are truly missing out. What is that? Showcase 1994, 
DC variants. It's an Arkham book. Huh. I have to have these. I have this complete set. Yeah, DC Universe. So apparently they're all going for super big if you got variants. Oh, you got to have variant. Well, maybe you do. I don't know. There might be some research needed there. Yep. I'll have to pull out my box. Yeah, eBay's being slow. All right. And our other honorable mention, Scoop Comics number three. A very good raw copy sold for $3,000 this week. This must be a toughie, as there are only six graded copies out there. This dude appears to be the tallest man on the planet, or maybe that's just what people looked like back in the 40s. Ten center. Pretty. Very nice. All right, Drew. It's time to get back to what everybody's been waiting for. That's you and I with our sneak peek at next week. Let's see what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday. And, Drew, just to mix things up, let's start with Lunar and our DC books. Uh, Is that mixing it up, though? Not at all. Okay. Very cool. You had me. Yeah. Uh, I am a fan of Batgirl's 8 cover B, the Audrey Mock cardstock. Oh, yeah. Yep, those are nice. Well, all those Batgirls covers have been super good. Why are we just getting... We're getting an acetate variant for Batman 125. That's neat. Did that get shipped late or something? Yeah, probably. acetate? We're waiting on the acetate. Not from BMF Comics, but from Scout Black Caravan imprint, we're getting BMF. So, or Behemoth, as I like to say. Oh, jeez. The DC versus Vampires Crypt Edition, number one. What's this Crypt Edition? We've already seen these because we've got the Breakfast Club cover and the Lost Boys cover here for these. A Coffin Edition and a Crypt Edition. Yeah. Six bucks huh. a pop. Contains DC versus Vampires one through three. Mini trades. Yeah, $6 trades. That's not bad. No, it's not. And I, I do like the breakfast club edition and the lost boys edition, but we've already done a lost boys edition. Yeah. Can't believe we're still doing future state mega centurions centurions from scout comics. It's a first issue new sci-fi series penultimate issue of rogues with a super cool grod cover. Loved the first issue. Uh, so we shall see. Yeah, and who's the B cover of Rogues? No clue. Yeah, I don't know who that is. So many Wonder Woman. Uh, what is there. with the Wonder Woman cover B, the Paul Pope cardstock? Uh, cover B of seven eighty nine. Oh, okay. That's weird, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Looks like it. That looks like a tarot card. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yep. All right, I'm heading over to Previews World and looking at some image books. Eight Billion Genies number three. I bet you those numbers are high. Yeah. That might sell out. What's above Impact Winter number one, the Travic Beecham one-shot, $4 or $5. Above Snakes number one. They're touting their rock star letterer, Hassan Atsami Oahu. I don't know, man. You better really be need- some... Dope lettering. This lettering better be out of this world. If he's a rock star letterer, Above Snakes is a fast and furious explosion of Western tropes and American vengeance that explores where our rage can take us. Yawn. Yawn? Nothing? Didn't do anything for you? Did not move the needle. And you're not, you don't want yet another, that that, when you were talking about Impact Winter, you were like, I don't need another post-apocalyptic. I do love post-apocalyptic. But not I like it, but just a one-shot. So it's just... Oh, it is? Yeah. So thank you for your 48 pages, and then let's wrap it all up. I think it looks awesome, but it, I just wish it was a continuation. Yeah, why not do three three twenty-two pagers? Well, no, that yeah. I don't do math sometimes. You're assuming they can write 20 more pages. Yeah. Nothing in Boom. Not in Dark Horse. What about Flavor Girls? Tell me all about it. Oh man, I got oh I got a tough writer's name. Um, Loic Locatelli Kornsky, I think is her name. So you want to tell me about this new Magical Girls All AG adventure? Um, yeah, I'd like to retract. for eight dollars. Yeah, I think why did we, we stop? 
Why did we stop? Because I. Why did we stop? It, I, I'm sorry. I will I, be nothing in Boom. Okay. Just tell me where I can go. Um, can I go down to Dark Horse? We're going to talk about Overwatch, New Blood, number one. We did uh, some of our individual Overwatch character stories here. Um, we started with some of our more popular, and we are down into Cole Cassidy for this one. So, um, always enjoying this. And a variant covered by Dustin Nguyen on these as well. TMNT, Armageddon game, opening moves, number one. That is a big mouthful of words. Uh-oh. The Rat King is scheming behind the scenes, and it will be up to the Shredder to find a way to stop the trickster god and his new trio of terror, Mudame. Or, okay, new trio of terror, Dash, Madam Null, Baxter Stockman, and Leathercrag. I'm not sure why you put a dash there. Will the former master of the Foot Clan be able to locate the necessary counter pieces to foil the Rat King's latest deadly gambit? Another dash. Or will chaos rule the day in New York City and Mutant Town? One thing's for certain. The answer won't be found in only one dimension. Longtime Team Antique scribe Tom Waltz returns to the pages of IDW's ongoing canon in this official prequel to the massive team. TMNT event of 2022, the Armageddon game. So we have a TMNT book without the turtles. Yeah. For $6. Okay, Kyle. Listening. Um, I'm in Marvel, by the way. Yes, you are. And you're going to tell me about these Shades variant that you dislike on Daredevil. No. No, I'm going to jump all the way down to Star Wars Mandalorian number one, because this is going to be my pick. But what I need your help with is Mm -hmm. I am torn between A... Nope. A movie, a, a TV poster-ish type look. Nope. Uh, the Christopher action figure. Yep. And uh, then the TV variants, which they also do very well. Action figure variant. <sighs> I don't know. I'm. Th- I don't know. I don't know. I'm really torn. All right. You I got to think. Ask. You literally stopped and you. Literally I did. Ask my I did. opinion. I and then you. you. And then yep. you. Yeah, man. No, that was one of the three. I. I went, I went from five to three. Mm-hmm. Those were the three mm-hmm. that I that I was torn between, and I'm having trouble eliminating any of those three. I and love the Choose Your Destiny Kylo Ren as well. So that's where my heart's lying for Bounty Hunters. It's pretty dope. Oh, for Bounty Hunters. Mm-hmm. Some really cool covers for this X-Men Hellfire Gala number one. Um, the uh, Dragota variant with the short Wolverine dancing. I think that's awesome. I love that cover. Um, that's really good. As well as, of course, my art germ cover for that X-Men Hellfire Gala number one. It's an $8 book, or else I'd buy both. I'm going to eliminate cover A, and now I'm just stewing between TV variant and action figure. I don't think anybody is going to buy be doing the Pride variant on it because you want Mando, or you want Din Djarin on the cover, and they don't have that. Yes. It's the action figure. I'm, I'm sure they're both going to do very well. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to see which one's going to make uh, the higher debut on the chart. Now, the other question is, do you have both of these Moon Knight covers coming? The Gist and the Standard A? Yeah. Love that Gist cover. But I'm just gonna, I'm, I think as soon as I get to the next trade break, well, they don't do trade breaks in Marvel, but the next stopping point for trades, I'm going to go down to just the cover a immortal x-men number four has a mark brooks cover a um, with emma frost in the red sheet that is an homage to something immortal immortal x-men yes number four the very cover a of emma frost with the red set in the sheets i don't know what it is yeah just kind of a sexy look very sexy very sexy emma frost like we always like that kind of thing but it's Ah, I'm blanking here. You're thinking it's something else, more specific. Always. Oh, Army of Darkness, reanimator stuff for Dynamite. More Betty Page for Dynamite. More Elvira for Dynamite. Still like the Rose Bash covers for Sheena, Queen of the Jungle. Can't get off of them. Love them. Yeah, you can see that. 
down into our smaller publishers. We have from Blood Moon Comics, we have Nine Circles, number one. The demon cowboy vengeance confronts his notions of right and wrong on a task from heaven that he hopes will earn him God's redemption by leading the end times witness through the nine circles of hell. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. Based on an award-winning screenplay. What kind of award? Uh, it's never been made in anything. Yeah. Van Goat and Bunny Man, Green Eggs and Blam, number one. Just leaning right into it. No subtlety there. Mm-hmm. Quest aside on issue three already. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little, little weak sauce in the back half today. Yeah. All right. I think Space Lady from Behemoth is going to do much, so. All right, Drew, you've already really told us your pick of the week, but what have you settled on for your pick of the week? I am going to go against Kyle's recommendation, although I I, I think it's going to do well. And I'm going to I'm going to go with the TV variant. Can I pick the other variant just to go against you? And if you want, we, we pick if the you, same. But if I'm you picking, want, I'm picking the action figure variant for Dinjarin just to go against you. There you go. Head to head, we're both picking independently orderable comics. There just happen to be the same comic, different covers. I think that's allowed. I'm going to allow it. We can't do it a lot. That's right. I think we can do it once. We can do it once every 749 episodes. <laughs> yeah, maybe twice. All right, guys. I love you. I'm going to be out for a few weeks while I go on a long, fun vacation. Um, so take care of the comics industry for me while I am gone. Uh, make sure you head on over to our Patreon at Comics Fund and Profit. Sign up there because if you're in there, I'll see Slack notifications and I won't really miss you while I'm on vacation because they'll be able to see what you're talking about to me in all that regards. So for Drew and for myself, see ya. <laughs>